Hallelujah. Amen. Clap your hands and celebrate God. Now, I, I, I want to give this counsel to especially the worship leaders and any other person that has a point to stand here and lift up a song. People can only have encounter with a song they know. If they don't know the song, they can't encounter God in the song. They will ride on your experience and not have their personal experience. But when you keep repeating and they are learning the song, that is why personally over the years I've been singing, when I start singing the song, you don't hear any flips. You don't hear riffs and runs. For the next five minutes I sing, I'm raw. I'm just normal. When the people get it, when you open your eyes and look at them, you will know if they get it or not. When they get it, aha, uh -huh, then you now start going where you have to go to. Please, I with me, worship leaders. Note this thing. It is called worship leading, not worship singing. You are leading the people. So if you notice, when you open your eyes and look at them, we kept singing the song. They came understand. They seen the lyrics. These screens are there not for showmanship. They are there so that we can see the lyrics and be thinking, oh, wow, how far you've come for me. This is just beating my imagination. This is how much you love me. The more the understanding is coming, the more the expression gets deeper. So you realize that if we were to sing this song for the next 15 minutes, some people can start kneeling down. Some will start crying. Why? Because it's now making sense to them. Are you with me? Hello? Please, are you here with me? Praise God. People tell me that I can use one song to worship for one hour. That is the whole idea. Is that you with me? Yeah, I want you, in your private worship, that's what you do. You don't just rap song. Take your time. Amen. So worship, is that hearing me? Uh-huh. I want you all to note it. Remember, it's a different thing if you're invited to come and minister on your own. And when you have to lead the people, lead them. It's very important. Praise God. There are times I go for meetings, pastor, I go for meetings, and somebody is singing a song. Yes, I have my repertoire. Somebody is singing a song, and I could tell that at that moment, that song is helping them connect with God. I'll come and continue that song on the same key. I will change the key. Because as soon as you stop it, you are going to start afresh. They, they, are, they are human beings. Alright? Psychologically, they have to... Oh. Then they remember, you are in church. Okay. You get it. This, this work. <clears throat> so, let, worship leaders, you can't have a pastor like this level of worship leading and not learn from me. You better learn. Are you all hearing? Learn from me to help you. Praise God. Amen. Somebody asked me in an interview just uh, um, on Sunday on ATV, said that it's amazing how you have no hit song, no album, but you're on every major program. It's not about his song. People are having an encounter with God. And it's because over the years, God has trained me to know how to take them there. So you, you have to learn it. You have to learn it. There are times that there are songs you lift up. They are now trying to connect, so they stop. That time they stop. They stop. They are trying to arrange themselves again. And the Holy Ghost cannot work in an atmosphere without the people. Is that hearing me? Hello? Hello? I want you to know that. Please, worship leaders, know that. Please, I beg you. You are leading us. They are leading us. Lead us there. Lead us there. Lead us there. The more we understand, the more we want to know him more. Is that okay? Hallelujah. 
Praise God. Can we celebrate the, the music team? Please, you can have your seat. God bless you. Hallelujah. There are graces in the kingdom. Hallelujah. And it's a simple key. The key is that a song you don't have an encounter with, we will not have an encounter with it. There are some of you that sing because the song is nice. You sing it, I will look at you and clap for you. Go and sit down. But when you have an encounter with a song, such as I have, I give. Amen. All right, today I'm privileged to bring the word of God. Amen. Wow, it's been a privilege. Two Sundays now and a Thursday I've been bringing the word. It's a privilege. Amen. Let's go back to the scripture I've been reading for the past two weeks. John chapter number 16 and verse number 33. This is a month of, is a month of what? What is, what's the theme for the month? Jesus, my peace. And what do you say? I have peace. Hallelujah. Let's say it again. Jesus, my peace. And what do you say? I have peace. One more time. Jesus, my peace. And then, I have peace. Hallelujah. These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Wow. What a blessing. Can we read together one more time? Let's read together. I want to go. These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But uh-huh, I have overcome the world. What a blessing. Give us the passion translation that I've been doing for the past weeks now. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, what is the dollar now? Fourteen. It's fifteen. Now the joy now is that if they send you dollar, it is sweet. But if you have to buy, mercy. Hallelujah. God is good. Jesus, my peace. Whether dollar is running, or dollar is on break, or dollar. Is on... Jesus, my peace. What a timely message. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Amen. It will be better. Yeah, for the sake of the saints, it will be better. Hallelujah. You see, one of the things that human beings we do that is very funny. Before you criticize a person, look at the person carefully first. A nation that does not have regard for God will soon be more troubles. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to the people. As soon as Adam rebelled against God, the whole of creation turned their back on Adam. I've been saying it here for the past years. God never created the mosquito to feed on human blood. God never created the, the lion to see man and decide to chew man. God never created all these animals to be attacking humanity. 
but what you don't understand is that every animal that attacks man is their self-dependence because they're afraid of you. If you can rebel against the one that created us, we have to be careful with you. So the lion is roaring not because he feels he has power over you. The roaring is to check how far that would send you away before you come and hurt him. So the whole of creation ends happy with man. That's what the Bible says in the book of Romans. That the whole of creation is waiting for the day that we shall be redeemed. So they can be redeemed. Because they can't understand how you, a mortal man made by God, God says, don't do this, you do it. You are strange. So naturally, they are all protecting themselves from man. Both the small and the big, they are afraid of us. So they can't wait. Even animals, goats, they can't wait. They can't wait for the day we shall be raptured. And a new heaven, a new heaven and earth will come because that'll be their salvation. There was never flood in the world. There was never flood. Because when man sinned, then God opened the flood. So nature, eh? Nature, without God talking, fights you when you fight God. Oh, are you here with me? Please don't join that generation. Don't join it. Hello? Give your tithe. You squander. You don't even pay your tax. They have to force you to pay your tax. Before you speak against leadership, you to your leader where you are, how far? Your room, you can't even sweep it every day. You only clean things that are of value to you. It's a natural thing. The canal man thinks that our actions are foolishness. Of course, the Bible said it. First Corinthians chapter 1, chapter 2 is there. Chapter 1 especially. It's foolishness to them. It's foolishness. Everything in the physical has a spiritual root. So please don't trivialize these things. Praise God. Praise God. You see something around your life. It's not just an issue of willpower and decision making. You have to pray. Speak about it. Address it in the spirit. And then await the manifestation. Then you see that when you are praying, you begin to have wisdom to take steps that are in alignment with your prayer. That's what God does. Disarm them before they harm you. And everything I've taught you is so that the peace which is in me will be in you. And will give you great confidence as you rest in me. For in this unbelieving world, you will experience trouble and sorrows. But you must be courageous. For I have conquered the world. Let's do the amplified. I've told you this thing so that in me, you may have perfect peace. In the world, you have tribulation and distress and suffering. But be, be courageous. Be confident. Be undaunted. Be filled with joy. I have overcome the world. My conquest is accomplished and my victory abiding. Give me a message. Praise God. I've told you this. this oh, I didn't hear hallelujah, no. So that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration. But be of good cheer, take courage, be confident, certain, undaunted. For I have overcome the world, I have deprived it power to harm you and have conquered it for you hallelujah praise god so we established the first time we look at the scripture that there are two locations there are two locations right there are what 
give us the King James again. There are two what, two what locations. The first we're talking about, it says in me, right? These things are spoken to you that in me. So there's the in me location. Hallelujah. And there is in the world. Hallelujah. Now in me, what do you find in me? Peace. Perfect peace. Perfect peace. In the world, what do you have? Tribulations. You have troubles. Praise God. Give us the Amplified Classic now. You have what? Troubles. Praise the name of Jesus. So the word of God, the Bible, the truth is telling us a reality. What is the reality? This world is filled with troubles. And I think the first time we kept emphasizing that. All that you get in the world is troubles. There are troubles. This unbelieving world has troubles to offer to you. Praise the name of Jesus. But in Christ... Mm? is perfect peace. Amen. And then, the last time we study, realize that we're looking at the first part. I have told you these things so that in me, you may have perfect peace. And therefore, we need to know what God's word is saying concerning us. And so, we studied and realized how that we came into him. That's a look at a new creation. Praise God. Someone shout new creation. Shout new creation. Shout new creation. Shout new creation. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And we said this, if they're talking about new creation, then there's an old word, creation. Amen. And what is the old creation? The old creation is what we study from the book of Genesis chapter number uh, 1, verse 26, 28, chapter 2, verse 7. And you can add verse, verse 11 and 12 there about. And then you can now have chapter 3 of Genesis and you look at it from there. So what is the old creation? Okay, so the first Adam that was made, the first man was named, called, created called Adam. Amen. And he was created in the likeness and the image of God. That's chapter number 1. And in chapter 2, it explains how that he came into being. Praise the name of Jesus. From chapter 2 of Genesis, you come to know how the components of man was created. According to 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 23, he said that the God of peace will keep you holy in your spirit, in your soul, and in your body. And that scripture makes us understand that man has three parts. Alright? So, man is essentially a spirit. He has a soul and he has a body. Chapter 2 of Genesis verse number 7 explains to us how that these components were created. Hello. So this person, look at the person by his side. Look for somebody by his side. Are you seeing that face? Are you seeing that face? You see, as you're looking at him right now, you see muzzles. You see the man has plenty muzzles. Yeah, that is, that is one aspect of the man. Then there's, there's somebody inside the muzzles who is looking at you. So that, you see your eyes goes like this. That guy, there's somebody inside who is rolling the eyes. That one is called the spirit and the soul. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Now you see this shirt I'm wearing? If this shirt is on a hanger, it has sleeves. That's it has hands. But as long as it's on the hanger, that's how it is. But as soon as I take it from the hanger and then wear it, when I lift my hands, the sleeve lifts his hands. When I shake my body, the shirt shaking body. So, actually, this shirt only has relevance when it's on my body. 
So your body, this flesh, is the clothes of your spirit and your soul. Do you understand me? Hallelujah. That is why when a person dies, when you say somebody is dead, it means that the person has removed his clothes, has gone naked. Be- Becky is here. She's a nurse. She doesn't wear these clothes to work. When she has to go to work, there's a garment she has to wear. There's what an attire that prescribed. She can't even wear heels. There's what she has to wear. Something flat that will make noise, that will make her fast do the work. Because if a patient dies, not going to do the person will die and they will arrest you. So there's what to wear. So every profession and what you wear. Imagine there's a wedding ceremony here, and we just see Becky coming in her nursing a and holding, you know, what is it? What do they call it? Strange, and then she's coming. A say, yeah. Becky had to say, I'm dressed for the wedding. Hey, that's a wrong dressing. You don't dress as a wedding. Are you, are you here with me at all? Or we have a wedding there, then we see Pastor Seth. He wears Jesse, man, you Jesse. He wears shorts, wears his boots, everything. Then he's holding ball, he's coming, totas, coming like that, totas, coming like that. See, Pastor, why are going to say, I'm coming for wedding service? No. It's a, except it's a Jesse service, which we shall soon have some this year. Jesse Sunday. That's a wrong attire. Are, are you here with me at all? You realize that every profession has what they wear. They have what they wear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So every profession and what you wear. Hallelujah. Oh, are you here with me at all? You remember the parable that Jesus Christ gave of that great feast? When the when the 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 the, the organizer of the feast had thrown correct invitation to everybody, people rejected. They said, No, go to the streets, go to the bike corners, gather them. We did not know that they had a special garment until one guy was spotted. There was, a, there, was, there was a dress code for that particular function. Every function and how you are you dress yourself. Can't dress anyhow. Praise God. Praise God. Can't dress anyhow. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, so when it comes to this earth, there's what to wear to be accepted on earth. It is called body. So as soon as your body expires, you are not permitted to be here. You have to go to an environment where only spirits can be. When that happens, it means you are dead. When you lose this body, you can't hug again. You can't dance. No food for you. Because that bean inside this body does not eat fried rice. To all of you that you treat your body anyhow. I have trust my own body. What's wrong? It is my body. Body it. Could you body him? That's expiry date. Hello? Anaja. That's expiry date. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Yeah. Ask our sisters who have married. Ask our grandmothers and mother. They'll tell you. Some years ago, when they do like this, things go like this. But now, if they do, no move again. You let them join. So you'll be there and be shaking things and be doing things. Days are coming. It will fall down. It will bow before the Lord. No, what I'm saying is not true. 
No, sometimes I think we have to hear. So, I'm saying, I'm saying, when you are coming, you are firm. You are firm. Confirm and firm. Anybody say, you are beautiful. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. I thank you. Don't worry, you marry. You want to marry? Say, you want to marry. You say, we should prefer you marry. You want to marry. You marry. You marry. Yeah, you marry. You will marry. You marry. And that thing that you, you can't stop doing, you, may God give you a husband that wanted uh, morning, afternoon, evening. You will see. Buffalo. Man of God. Yeah. yeah no, you, I'm teaching, sir. I'm teaching. I have to tell some people. That thing that I say, stop saying, Pastor, but I have feelings for him. No, don't worry. Don't worry. You marry. And my prayer, God will give you a man who will have devotion with you morning, afternoon, in Jesus' name. I won't get amen. 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 You will know. We are saying, you see, you like you are ferret. But you have, if we don't tell you, you're going here somewhere else in the wrong way. We're telling you right now. And then, all those, all those things that are standing will fall. They will fall. They will so fall. You know that, yes. Yeah, you fall. Now, when you're going, you have to, you have to fold it. Fold. Now, let me say, let me say, there's someone that, there's someone I'm sensing, you have to tell her that, that, that truth. Yeah, I, I sense my spirit, man. Sense my spirit, man. Yeah. You, you need glue. Fold it uh, and glue it and tight. Yes. To so fall again. <laughs> but when, when you understand that my body is just a shirt I wear on earth, then I will allow my spirit man wash it when it needs to be washed and use when it has to be used properly. In that case, that's where you can get to 130 and yet your body is as firm as if you've never lived your life. Are you getting me? When you buy a shirt, when you buy a shirt, there's a label, sir. It's a label inside. They tell you the heat level to iron the clothes. They tell you how to wash it. But none of us here follow it. iron. She says, she come After like two, three weeks, no, there was an instruction. But you, you ignored the instruction and did it the way you felt was okay for you. There's an instruction about your body. It came with the manual. Interestingly, the manual for your body is not even necessarily the word of God. It's your spirit man. Your spirit can tell you that at this point, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. But you won't listen. Because you're not listening, God has now used external word to help help you to listen. And you cry, can went here. can went here. And you are there. That was by the way. So in this verse, you see how that. The first man was made with all the companies. So number one, Bible says that God formed man of the dust of the ground. So one of the components of a man is dust. Earth. Earth. Which one is the dust? This one. Touch it. Touch it. Have you done some before? When you've had a very powerful shower and you've used shower gel that is very, 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 you know, the scent is very, very good. And you're smelling good. Then you now rub your hand here like this. It smells like the other part of the house. 
you any day you are feeling arrogant, just do that. If it does, though, calm down. Yeah, everybody's saying, ah, oh, oh. But all of you, as Bishop will say, all of us are as, as nice as we all look. We all go there. Only God knows how your face looks when you are there. And only God knows what comes out of your belly. Only God and your wife, if you're married. Only God knows. Oh. Only God knows. Only God. With all your gaga, you know. With all your your you go there. And what comes out of you is never smelling good. No matter how healthy you live in life, you are living. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, thank you, children. Children are supporting the preaching. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I went to a church, I was preaching. And I said, during, during worship time, praise time, you just stand there like wood. And yet, I said, all of us here, only God knows how our face looks at night. You go as a desert. You wake up as a fountain of life. You understand? When you are going, your face is nice. When you wake up, realize that you have supplied waters in areas where they need water. And most times, the supplies you have made, that doesn't smell good. So when you, you, there's some of you, I can't visit you in the morning because you feel too embarrassed to come and meet me. I know of a lady, you know, I know of a lady in an area where we stayed. This sister cannot come out of her room without makeup. Doesn't matter the time. Doesn't matter the time. Let there be an emergency. Emergency, you are knocking. She will have to wake up, wash face, and put makeup before she comes out. All the years I knew that sister, I never saw her real face. Never. And there are a lot of young ladies like that. They are not confident of their body. They're not confident of their body. Just put makeup, put makeup, put makeup. There's some of you put makeup. I, I'm, I'm wondering what are you trying to make yourself out? You're trying to destroy your life because you are naturally beautiful, like you are so pretty with nothing. But now, what can you come to be a You're coming worse. I don't know which one, I don't know how you know what is called nice. What is really nice? What is beautiful? I don't you. It's one thing that I think I need to come for one of the gym meetings and sit down for them to teach me what is the rationale behind the fact that you are beautiful. And everyone knows that you are naturally pretty. You are, ah, when him does say smooth, it is even smoother than the thing you put on your face. Your eyebrow is nice. Why is it you chat? Before I went, I told my wife, I told my wife, I said, honey, please tell whoever doing the makeup. I know your face. I don't want anything though, because you are naturally beautiful. That's what I want to look at. When they say kiss the brother, she look at that face. Not, not something that when I'm done, I have to clean my mouth. Clean because there's been there's been um, mortar, you know. Some of you ladies, oh, some ladies have gone to their man of God. They are so beautiful. They are wearing them like I have. Like, is that lady we are coming for the wedding? This is the same person we know. You do the makeup and you just wasting your whole life. I want to Lord give me revelation to this thing these women are doing. I don't understand. 
Brethren, and now they make canoe. Uh, I'm right telling wherever. Where are the men? Am I men? Ah. Oh. You, you see you. See. Then, then she wake up in the morning. Okay, phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four. Then when you come, you can't smile. Hello, Bridget. <laughs> because if you should smile too much, we are... <laughs> when my wife was convinced, we said, no, they are very quality makeups. No matter what you do, it won't change. Somebody shout dust. Shout dust. Shout earth. And then, and breath into his nostrils, the breath of life. That was the release of the spirit of a man. That's the real man. But the dust was a container because without an earth dust, you can't live in dust. You need an earth component to stay on earth. You need to have physical body to stay in the physical earth. Let me count here. Hello. This is why we cast out spirits. Because spirits don't have the required atadia for this realm. Hello. A home home ni ni pedia. Se we ni pedia. Ne chre se enye wotinabia ni asasi so. So apart from we believers by the name of Jesus casting out devils it is legal to cast out a spirit that's why in the spirit world there are ranks why do you think they will say to Jesus Christ that he cast out demons by Belzebub that's not God but if I say that he's casting out the smaller demons with a higher demonic spirit so even among the demonic world there are levels Have you ever been to maybe a bank or some place where you're all queuing and somebody comes and they take the person bypass you straight to the office, work it out, then the person's coming out with the thing and looking at you. Then you are still there. <laughs> then you are angry. Don't be angry because if you had that one, you would do it. It's called, it's called favor. Hey, favor can be annoying. You know? Favor is not pleasant. <laughs> Anyone favored will attract criticism. I'm telling you, by reason of relationship, what others were queuing for, the relationship made me, in quote, higher. So I was given a higher treatment. In the same way, in the spirit world, there are levels. That's why you see in Nigerian movies, they are not lying to you, they're telling the truth. They like to show their debility. Yes, it's normal. But here, the person is very rich. You wear what you won't take in and sit at the back. When you're raising funds, they won't come out. But a Niger Niger man has money. You will know he has money. Not a Ghanaian. You don't do that. So you come and beg after service. What do you mean? So even when he wins a billion dollar contract, you share the testimony. You won't. A Niger man wins a thousand a thousand dollars you come and stand here pray 
praise the Lord. The Lord has been good to me. I prayed and trusted God for a miracle and it happened. $1,000. Then the Ghanaian is there. Ah, $1,000 but not change him. That same person will come again after a year. Praise the Lord. I won a contract of $1 million. You who did not give God thanks publicly for the little it did, you are not qualified for announcement. It's a spiritual principle. Praise God. Are you with me? Are you with me? So you see the levels. So you say in the movies, you see that this person has gone for uh, spiritual money here. He's meant to kill his wife. He killed the son first to get the money. It's not time for the wife to go. The guy doesn't want to do it. The gods here are not happy with him. He locates another shrine, bigger than where he got the money from. Then that one now deals with them. So even the demonic world, there are levels. Are you here with me? See, what I'm telling you sounds very funny. But I'm telling you reality. There are levels. Praise God. There are levels. Amen. There are what? Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you getting it? Let's, let's move. Let's come back. So, so he breathed into the man. That was the real man. Whew. Now where's the coming? So as I said earlier on, spirits are not qualified to be on the earth. That is why whatever the devil wants to do on earth, he needs a man to collaborate. Even God, when God had to come and save man, he came as a man. Because the only people qualified for this earth is man. For God has given the earth to man. Man. Somebody shout man. So spirits are not allowed here. It's a man's world. I mean, man, I mean, all of us men, like men and women. Man. It doesn't sound like I'm singing that song. It's a man's world. Praise God. So when the spirit was released, the real man was put in the body. When the spirit met the flesh, the dust, it also created the soul. But let me count here. Do you understand what I'm saying? Amen. So God has formed and then he now releases the real man. Create the real man into the container, the garment. Now when uh-huh. do you realize every human being has his own scent and dogs know that thing very well. It comes a point that the scent of your body is attached to your clothes. No matter how well you've washed the clothes, we can still perceive your scent. May I try to explain this thing by saying that when the spirit entered the body, the scent it created is the soul. It's distinct to you. A man has a scent. Even if we're using the same perfume, he has a scent. Are you, are you with me at all? So, our souls are distinct. That is our personality. That is where the real, you know, the documentation about us is there. That makes us different. Yes, we are all spirit, but our souls, what makes us is our identity. Our identity. Are you with me? Praise God. This was the first man. And God said, they shall eat of the tree, they shall die. And then he rebelled against God. And he died. One of these days, I will explain what that death meant again. Praise God. 
but man died. He was disconnected from God. He lost the God's life. He became the old creation. Praise God. Praise God. So just as God needed one man, Adam. And out of Adam came all the human race. And so when Adam rebelled against God and sin or death was now reigning in his body, everyone that came from the Adamic lineage also has death reign in their body. So Romans will tell us that just by one man, sin entered the world. So also God pick one man again in the person of Jesus Christ. Now one of these Thursdays we will pick the scripture one by one. Romans, uh, 1 Corinthians 15 and all of those, we're going to go to all those places but just take this one as a you know, amen and so Jesus Christ the Bible says he knew no sin and yet became sin that you and I will become the righteousness of God the Bible says the soul that sinned must die so Adam had to die Adam had to be punished. But God said, instead of me, you, dying, God says he will take our place and die so we take his place and live. Let me end this story I gave to a Muslim friend of mine some years ago. I mentioned it here a couple of times, but so the Muslim told me that ah, God is love, God is powerful. Why would God just do like, I forgive you all your sins. I don't know what that from. No, be saved. Why must his son come to die? So I gave him an analogy, which I read somewhere, which helped me. And I said to him, I said, in a wonderful city or a town, there lived a just judge. This judge, if you do anything against the law of the community, you will make sure that as the law has said it, that is how it will be meted to you. He's just, and everybody knows, you dare not, because the man will make sure that whatever punishment that must be given to you, according to the law, he will make sure it's admitted to you. And this man had one son, and he loved the son, and everybody knows that he was a loving father. He loves the son. He's a loving father. And one day, the son did something against the law. What that meant was this. Now everybody was waiting. Now that your son has done the same thing, let us see. And what the son did required that he dies. So, number one, he's a just judge. As a just judge, he must make sure the law has his free course with the son. What you mean that he'll lose the son? To the son, he's been a wicked father. He has not shown love. On the other part, he's a lovely father. As a lovely father who loves the son, he should rather forgive the son. But if he does that, he will refuse to be a just judge. So whatever side he chooses, he will lose something. If he stays by the law, he will lose the reputation of being a, a, a loving father. And if he stays by the love, he will lose the reputation of being a just judge. What will he do? There's been a sin against the law. There must be a death. There is a son. There must be love. What should we do? So on this day, everybody was gathered for the judge to now tell him what he's going to do. 
So, when the court settled, while he sat there, he got up and went to the docket where the sun was, removed his judge apparel and everything, and decorated the sun, and then told the sun to go and sit where he sits. And then he stood where the sun stood. And he said, according to the law, blah, 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 which has been committed, it must be punished by death. I choose to die for my son. In that vein, the law has been satisfied. Love has been satisfied. That is what God did. That's what God did. So my Muslim friend was like, mm, okay, okay, okay. So that was the end for that day. Hallelujah. And so that is how the new creation is. God loves all humanity, but God is a just God. I said, just God, then you should wipe all of us away. But as a loving father, he can't wipe us all away. He can't just forgive, else he has gone against his principle. He has gone against his integrity. So what must he do? So he decides that the word will proceed from himself and take a human form so that he has not committed any sin. So that the innocent, as Bishop told us on Sunday, Jesus is innocent, but we are guilty so god allows our guilt to be on jesus and then jesus innocence to be on us so we are righteous before god not because we are right but because he is right let me end with this so this afternoon i stumbled on a wonderful man of god describing something that really blessed me and I, I put in my spirit that I will share with you amen so let me have two people let's do quickly two people can I have some two brothers okay come on come on all right so stand here you stand there can we all look at just look at me we're done we're closing right now uh face me yeah face me face me well good and uh come here come 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 here. yeah all right now look at something so this is God Hello, God. That's the El Shaddai dimension of God. Amen. <laughs> and this is God. Amen. This is man. This is sin. Hallelujah. Now, when the first Adam rebelled against God, sin now became the barrier became the stumbling block, became the wall between man and God. So because of sin, man cannot approach God. Hello? Because sin is before man. So man cannot. The only thing that can separate man from God in intimacy is sin. God is stable. He's not changing. He's there. But this is sin. John chapter, chapter 1 verse number 37 if I'm right or 36 he said behold the lamp of God that taketh away the sin of the world so when Jesus Christ came he dealt with sin go stand here so now there's no blockage there's no hindrance between us and God we can freely come hello there's nothing and nothing can change this thing there's nothing you do that can change this thing. Sin. 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 It's not sins. It's sin. So the sin nature has been dealt with. 
the man comes to Christ, there's no more blockage. But this is where he explains about backsliding. What is backsliding? You are sliding back to what old life you have been delivered from. So this sin now keeps taking you back. But it doesn't come between you and God. You only go far from God. And keep going far from. That's called backsliding. So what do I do? All I need to do is to change my mind and move away from my sin. God is still waiting for me. That is it. But the devil makes you think that because of what you did, sin has come between you and God. So you can't come to God again. And you keep running away. Keep running away. The more you run away, the further you are from God. The further you are from God, the more though you are a child of God, you have become a companion with sin. And when you are far from him, it is well with your soul. The old man was a man in sin. The new man is created in righteousness in Christ Jesus. Because of this, huh, you have been brought into fellowship with God. And that fellowship is, is to help you know him more. The more you know him, the more at peace you will be. The less you know him, you don't have peace. These things I have told you so that the peace I have that is in me will also be in you. Let's rise to our feet. Hallelujah. Are you blessed tonight? Did you receive something? Did you receive something? Hallelujah. These things I've spoken unto you or to you that in me you have peace. So if you are in Christ, you have what? Peace. Hallelujah. Why? In him, he has taken the power for the problems of this world to harm you. Praise the name of Jesus. So what are we talking about tonight? We are saying that there's no hindrance between you and Christ to know him more. Because the more you know him, the more his peace is evident in your life. You need his peace. Hallelujah. But you must know him. Amen. And nothing stops you from knowing him except you going back to where you have been taken from. Don't go back. Go forward. Head towards him. Get close to him. Paul said I might know him and the power of his resurrection. Hallelujah to Jesus. Oh, you lift your hands and say, Lord, I receive grace. I receive grace that I may know you and the power of your resurrection. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you, my Lord. Yes, receive, receive grace, receive grace, receive grace, receive grace, receive grace. Nothing will take me away from my knowledge of my God. I will know him. I will know him. I will know him. That I may know him. And the power, the power, the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Let's bow our heads briefly. If you are here and you have not given your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, the truth is that you are abiding where you should not be. So, Jesus. 
and this wabbit's now. And I'm saying, yes, yeah, you will be a yo, how never be sent one. And so, so, say, Yemaya Sumun Jiang, and I'm saying, what do you yes, so? To me, it's me, my yes, yes, why you're free, ho. So, Ben Nantisa, I sumjue, noa, nay, tisse, what do you Christo, too? So And to have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and your personal Savior, you can enjoy this peace. If you're here tonight and you've not accepted Jesus, I want you to lift your right hand. I would like to pray with you. I would like you to, to have an encounter with Jesus. Anybody like that here tonight? Anybody like that here? Anybody? Alright, I hereby pray for everybody in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that you will walk in the love of Christ. You will walk in the love of Christ in the name of Jesus. You will walk in the love of Christ. You will walk in the love of Christ and you walk in the life of Christ. The peace of God is upon you and is in you. In this very difficult times, I pray the grace and the mercy of God will work in your favor in the name of Jesus Christ. And we always say, Amen. Hallelujah.